in the same breath that's right i'm mouse i'm the the big one the old one i guess <laughs> i'm the little one but the, the tall one the tall little oh. yeah kitty don't you dare the cat is stepping on the computer <laughs> yay all right ween's just breezed into town again I she's did. breezing through so like breezing quick grabbed her on the mic because we've been trying to schedule things i know it's been very it's rough been rough week uh, the know. hit show the rookie's demanding How's it going? Demanding. <laughs> <laughs> you just had two big location shots and Oops, so. got them done, right? Is that? Yes, they were my locations to man. Yeah. They're like, uh, you know, throwing gigantic weddings back to back. Can you, uh, what are they doing about the girl? You probably can't talk about that, huh? You can read about it online. Well, I, I read about it. I posted it on Facebook. There's a little uh, employment shakeup on the set of The Rookie, and uh, a Me Too moment, right? With yeah. one of the, are they recasting her as someone else? Recast? Really? So it's going to be like Aunt Viv or whatever on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, where she just shows up the next season as a completely I'm different person. <laughs> right? Did that happen? Yeah. A 227? her name? No, <laughs> 227. No, on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, sorry. Oh, excuse me. I'm not 227. No, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't get the distinguished. Uh... Wasn't that her name? I think. I don't know. Vague 90s memories, but yeah, she... People uh... take off and someone just pokes back in and... Yeah, they just put her in the suit and threw her out there and... There you go. Doesn't get addressed. How odd. But she yeah. was an integral character, right? And there was some some stuff that happened. I don't even want to get you in trouble. I'm so scared to get you in trouble. I don't want to say anything. You always are asking me to post videos and I always tell you no. I know. She <laughs> sends them to me and then I'm not allowed always to do anything with them. I just I know. sit on them like a hot egg. Isn't it? Is it hard for you to resist? <laughs> hot Hollywood egg. Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I just... I let it rumble around. I did some from the set of, because it's funny, you, I was on the Warner Brothers lot in the offices there, and then I was walking by another movie, and all of a sudden there are characters that look like zombies, oh. and a little Bo Peep outfit, and then like weird, sorry, this cat. Yeah, you're Hi, getting Katie. her all riled up, and look at your black outfits oh, all furry oh, now. Geez. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it just, it's funny, it's that typical film set or uh when you see those movies like mel brooks movies where you're two people are walking and then all of a sudden a bunch of roman conquerors walk by and it kind of is like that it was totally like that it was like some bizarre circus scene it reminded me of like what was that hbo carnival like kind of creepy but then there were zombies and yeah like bloody faces and and then a workout video. Oh yeah i was working out in the warner brothers gym and there was a lady in there had her little 3d uh green screen suit on yeah so she was working out and still had all the bubbles of the green screen so so <laughs> did you cool. see that yeah, yeah i loved it yeah she was jacked too she yeah was... that's why you kept saying take a video of her because i was you telling you scared I was like, <laughs> i'm like she's gonna kill me she sees she me. was like warrior princess or yes. something yeah i'm sure she's gonna so i pretended some... i was taking video of my feet on the <laughs> on the little thing where you push the feet 
And secretly, oh, she was in the background. Did you notice the that? Instagram foot model? Yep, that's the oh. thing. <laughs> you are going to get me in trouble always. I'm sorry. I just I get so excited. I know it was exciting stuff, but I didn't I didn't post it. Just... What have you been up to? How come you've been? Oh, back to school. Well, we did last time we recorded. I was about to leave for Sedona and all these family vacations, and we went, and it was great. But did I get my? Ask me if I got my writing done. Did you? No. None? <laughs> I got some. She's doing a book, ladies and gentlemen, a mm-hmm. book. I got some done. On the garden and creating lesson plans so you can have a book, That's ladies right. and gentlemen, a book. I'm putting my brain out on the paper mm-hmm. instead of keeping it in my brain. But it's difficult. So now that the kids are back in school, I feel like I can focus on it more. And it was my whole plan to get it done before school started, which was yesterday. And it didn't happen, and I'm so mad at myself. Do you realize that self-imposed deadlines are one of the hardest things to do? Can uh, I strive armpit smells? You're so you close. You do this. I know. Well, stop staring at me. Maybe just we should look at the mic, and then you won't yeah, feel it's self-conscious. It's a little awkward. It's too close. Hello. We're not European. <laughs> Have you ever been to, a, like, an Italian line? There is, <laughs> there is a line in Italy. A line? Oh, Q. Oh, Yeah. And? Nobody uses a line. They just all <laughs> bum rush the up. counter. Oh, really? There's no. It's a personal space thing. I think. <laughs> what just happened? Why did we flip to? Because you're saying Italy let's not. <laughs> you're saying let's not talk this close. Oh. And I what said it's a personal space line? issue, okay. like Italy. <laughs> so lost. okay. In my brain, I'm thinking of one time I was in a line at Aritalia, and I was waiting in my line for to go up to the counter to purchase my t- or get on my flight, whatever, in Italy, and just a bunch of like, what Nobody do you call those? Paisanos just started like <laughs> just going up to the counter. It's like, excuse me, there's a line here. Hey! <laughs> just twelve Italians at the counter suddenly. Yeah. No line okay. regard. None. Yeah. Anyway. So rude. 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 But, um, but back to me. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to make it happen because school started. And now the program's going to start soon. And I need to have some curriculum for the teachers and the parents to teach the kids the gardening. So that's my thing right now. That's what I'm busy with. And it's plaguing me. It's Aww. a big cloud following me around and I want it to be fun and joyful so I'm trying to change my mind about it change Baby my steps. goals I know you've done this a lot what what have you learned you've it's done the worst stress and the self-imposed deadlines and then you beat yourself up if, if you don't hit them and all this stuff what's a good trick for a writing deadline that you've used I've heard this and apparently it works is you set your time every day mm-hmm. and you sit there regardless of it, if you're writing or not and it's a job like anything else don't wait for inspiration and you just sit and you say from this time to this time i'm sitting at my computer even if i write nothing huh what if you sit at your computer all day anyway which i tend to do you just go on facebook turn off all your social media yeah turn off all my social media butterfly i know well i gotta keep this thing going i like doing this too see this is my fun exciting passion the garden is starting to turn into more of like the job my job feeling yeah so i want to kind of you know what i heard actually from someone who was really profound very wise person yes they looked at someone and said snoop doggy dog (laughs) you need a jobby job (laughs) 
Maybe you should apply that to yourself and work on the garden one. I know. Not yeah. the fun one. Yeah, I know. Just Save give yourself an hour. For fun. Okay, good. I will. And I need to just, I think if I do one page a day, just one small goal, and then it all adds up, right? Yeah. All right. Force yourself to sit there. Yes. Uh, with all social media and phones turned off. All right. Don't mm-hmm. touch them. I will do it. For one hour. I'm going to do it. Look at the Start cat. Start with 20 minutes. Sniffing the dog's like stinky parts she's right in his nose then his eye then over to his ear do you think he knows i think he doesn't do you think she'll do the thing with her mouth open like (sighs) this cat is sticking her nose in the dog's stinky ear what is so your job you're not loving your job what's a job i want to talk about jobs because we've been talking about jobs a lot in our house the kids are like mom you need to not give away your time and you need a real job and I'm like, yeah, well, you need a real job so you can pay for the food around here, you jerk. You just turned 14. Yeah. And, uh, Jerks. Corporal punishment. He wants a RC car, which is like $800, one of these little remote control mm-hmm. official cars. And I'm like, get How a job. Um, yeah, it's way expensive, like just to get the chassis. When did you have your first job? What age were you? It's like $400. Um so then I went back and was like looking at my old resumes. Hey, I asked you a question. I know. I'm telling you. I had my first job when I was, well, 11, I started babysitting. And I babysat just the kids down the street so I could run home to mom if anything happened. And like little babies, like they entrusted a sleeping. I don't get this. Teeny baby, like newborn. With a 12, 11-year-old? I was 11. Those were the days. But I guess you just hang out with the baby in the crib i didn't have to do a whole lot except make sure they except for when they had sids or something what would I know. you do you know i know who knows I, know. I don't understand that i would not yeah i don't even trust my cat with a weirdo <laughs> except for that hungarian bicyclist i dated <laughs> anyway uh and then after that it was i was a camp counselor i think that was my first real job Working at a day camp. That must have been fun. And it was, okay, who was out there that would know this? Christine, if you're listening. Thanks, um, Dan. Who else? Anyway, Kim. it was a, no, she wasn't there. It was, I think Ronnie was there, Veronica. And it was uh, Mr. Randy. Stevens. No, Randy. Anyway. Newman. No. <laughs> you got a friend in me. You got a friend. Randy, I forget. SR. SR. S-R-V-D, R-V, R-V, R-V-D-C, S-R-V-D-C-A-M-P, S-R-V-D-C-A-M-P, day camp, day camp, yay, day camp, and I had the kittens, and they were eight-year-old girls, and we would go to the pool every week, and it was super fun. Did you just turn red from singing that? I think so. (laughs) I just am playing this back in my head, like, oh, this is going to be, let's cut that out. That was bad. (laughs) <laughs> it's cute but i remember it, it is the and way all it the is. little camp songs and which one let's sing um okay how about calamine 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 lotion calamine 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 lotion oh no 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 not the lotion i can't do this anymore <laughs> <laughs> it's calamine lotion yes itchy itchy scratchy scratchy yeah forget it oh that's so cute. it was all these fun songs and stuff like that but secretly I didn't side. mean to do that. Was that like a cool, per- like, oh, I can't do it. No, I just yeah. mean like. That's... Get into it, man. Just Sorry. get into it. I know. I'm, I'm schwitzing. Uh, we were um, drinking wine coolers. We were just dabbling. Sister. Starting. How old were you? All the older camp counselors, like the seniors, were drinking wine coolers. And Christine and I, I think, split one. And it was like, 
Oh, big scary moment in my in my room with my purple paint walls. Lock the door and we split After the camp Bartles concert? and James. That was <laughs> all. So. That was our go-to. Yeah. Oh. And Me I remember too. feeling so bad about it because it was like oh. guilt. Guilt. How about you? What was your? But wait, first? who? How'd you get it? I think one of the older camp counselors gave it to us. Wow. Yeah. How old were you? I was probably six, 15. I wasn't even driving yet. That's one year older than your son. I know. What if you saw him drinking wine cooler? Oh, no! What would you do? I would get him in very big trouble. I would oh, tell oh, on him. Oh. <laughs> would you? No. Yeah, yeah. That's like no bueno. No, don't go down that road, kids. All you kids out there. No kids will listen yeah. to this. It just makes you yeah. fat and uh, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's going to do it. Yeah. They will all Eventually, do this. it'll be more appropriate. At a appropriate age. 42. I'm only saying this because um, my kids are showing more and more interest in this podcast. Oh, no. Now I need to like hide all my bad stories. But anyway. You. Yeah. You. I also drank Bartles and James in a tent. Did you? Charlotte Linton in the backyard. Did she have red hair? Very blonde, uh. super, super toehead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of remember her. Really? How I think old she had you? an older brother, and it was more like, woo, she was more of a wild kid. Yeah. I was just nervous. Were you 14, 15? Probably around that age. And I got... Ugh. That didn't make me sick. I don't remember those as much. I remember going with her to Pismo Beach with her family and a camper, Winnebago or something, and then we were with her half-sister or older sister and they were the motley crew crimped hair and they were drinking bacardi oh god and i drank bacardi and i was like Wah! and just threw up and Ew. laid in a bush and it was awful and i've never <laughs> been able to drink bacardi since Good, ever again right yeah oh worse. yeah I had anyway tequila moment in college and same worst so bad what about uh, these jobs because you wanted to make this a theme on jobs right well yeah i was thinking about it. it just keeps coming up so i'm like well we may as well talk about it and i know you've had so many jobs we've talked about it here before you've mentioned your ADD? candy shop no working at the like what was the nutcracker suite yeah the nutcracker suite yeah. And you would like just put a closed sign oh, on the door. I was a terrible person. <laughs> just like walk around and. Well, it was in the Danville Mercantile. So it was like this little f nice shop area. And it was kind of, you know, like more homegrown stores, whatever right. you would say about that. And so they just left me with the phone and the candy. You could, and <laughs> Never a good combo. And with a 14 year old kid who was somewhat sneaky. So I just would put a sign on the door that says, be back in five minutes. And then I'd leave for half an hour or 45 minutes and just go walk around. And I've had people that wrote notes back. You are a liar. I waited. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I want my jelly bellies. And then I would talk on the phone for hours. And that was before we had Who call waiting. To? Just friends. How people at that age just talk <laughs> for, like, their girlfriend for an hour and a half. And then. Oh, kids don't talk on the phone anymore. They just text. Yeah. It's a whole different so world. So we but... used to just talk on the phone. We would do stuff like set it down and fall asleep all night and wake <laughs> up and go, how are you awake <laughs> Just phones were everything. <laughs> But yeah, I had the boss go, You're, it's been busy for two hours. Oh, no. <laughs> Nobody how? can call it. I didn't understand the concept of like good business behavior. How long did that go on? How long did you have the I job? Don't, probably, I don't know. In my mind, you? it was years, but it was probably four months, Here, six I'm months. I'm going to write these down because this is funny. I'm going to, okay. So 
Nutcracker but that's not sweet. good radio there. No, it's not. But I just want to see. Okay, we're okay, going to do I a went little through... contest. Wait, did you um, keep that job or quit or get fired? Fired. Okay, F for fired. No, I don't know. I I think it was, I tend to mutually split. Oh, mutual. I, I don't know. I don't okay. remember. Fired, quit. Okay, okay. yours first was Cold Stone Creamery besides the other ones? Uh, Yeah, let's see. After camp counselor, then I was a scooper. Uh, frozen yogurt girl which okay and then I was like talking about this on Facebook with my friends there's a lot of frozen yogurt ice cream people out there mm. yeah first so, time jobs yeah that would make sense that's a kid job it was a super yeah normal in fact this um older pal Bruce was a soda jerk he was like the original yogurt guy which I thought was cute I worked with the Bruce he was a soda asshole <laughs> <laughs> good one thanks <laughs> Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, it was called Chill Out because it was very cool and hip to be hip This and cool is when like you that. started, by the way. I remember feeling the shaft from you. Ooh, that well, sounds weird. I had a job. But, I had a car and a job. I was starting to. Yeah, but I remember going in wings. and being like, oh, my sister has a job, and be like, hi. And then you just would work as if you didn't know me. No, did I? Well, you gave more attention to the employees than either the customers than me. Well, you probably walked in wearing all black. I was your best friend. Where's my ice cream? I did not. Give it to me for free. Not at that age. I was <laughs> no. not that bad. Okay. Was I? Because I, I was 16 when I got that job. Oof. And you were 12. Three hours to get... Oh, sorry. She's not paying attention, folks. She's looking at the LA traffic... On her it's phone, officially three hours trying to plan her exit. Not I'm gonna sorry. happen for a while now. Well, you can. We'll just finish up and then okay. you can go. I'll go after traffic. But my exciting, exciting job of chill out yogurt. I'm trying to think of uh, the exciting, fun parts of that. Were probably um, trying not to shake the whipped cream cans in the back and Did keeping you them intact them? and then huffing them. Did you? And getting the like woo blue spinnies. Yeah, that was bad. And then I worked with a girl named Kiki. Kiki Gorman, are you out there? She was the owner's daughter, and she had a mad crush on um, on your guy. on uh, Bruce Willis? No. Top Hat. Tom Petty. <laughs> Tom Petty? No, no. I lie. I lie. Oh, Tom Hardy? No. Bob Dylan. She loved Bob Dylan. My Tom Hat? <laughs> what? Wait, what does that have to do with anything? My Tom Hat. What does that even mean? I'm so tired. Tom Petty. I was thinking of the tall hat, but it's, it was not Bob Tom Dylan. Petty. It was Bob Dylan. Yes, so forget that. Mad crush. Huh. <laughs> oh, she was like a 60s hippie girl, like a revisited hippie girl. And she dated a guy because he looked like Bob Dylan. Can you imagine? So she sat there in the back and... I would run around doing most of the work, and she'd pop out and do the work too, but she sat in the back with her ashtray and her cigarette, and she was a little bit older than me, and she would talk, and she'd inhale, and then the smoke would come out and go up through her nose, and I remember just staring at her and being like, she's so cool. Really? And like, just studying how she smoked in case I ever needed to be an actress and learn how to smoke. I'm like, okay, so then you do that, then you put it there. Yeah. Did you... Ever smoke after that? I did have to smoke in one, my one and only one scene of my one IMDb credit, (laughs) The Night of the Black Widow. Night of the Black Widow, where she played. That's right. I was Cookie Hot Bra. No, that was my Nubin Goldstein. 
You were in two fine films. Yes, two yeah. fine Andrew Picone. So you films. got to smoke cigarettes and did it make yeah. you sick? That was it. No, I had oh. it down. Okay. Good I, for I you. bought my one pack and learned how to and smoke. And you didn't get addicted, that, and was, that it. was it. Yeah. Done. I just did it Not for the for art. You. Yes, for the scene. You don't really have an addictive personality. I don't think so. I don't know. Are you addicted to anything? Chocolate? No. I can take it or leave it. I can Jobs. It jobs. Back to the jobs. <laughs> She's all over the place, folks. Um, yeah, so that was Chill Out Yogurt. That was also where I met the Bill Bixby. The cute <laughs> plumber next door who um took me on a motorcycle ride through the hills oh, of Mom won't like this one. I think we talked about this too at one point. No, she already knows. Did I you told kiss her. her? Yeah, I think so. He was like 28, Ew, and I was gross. 15 or 16. Gross men out there. I know, but he was Dirty. cute and like young at heart. He didn't seem that old. Well, in that case. And I called myself in sick from school, and oh, it was bad. Went on a big motorcycle ride. But... Wouldn't you rather be with Oh, hey, Don Adams? Don. He's calling. Don. Okay. What's um, up? Okay, so now back to you. All right, I'm going to say my chill out, I quit. We're going to do retaliating, quits and fires. Okay, now what was your next one? Oh, I don't quite remember a lot of these, but I will say that I worked at a place called Tar Help Treatment Authorization Request. <laughs> really? It was like a pharmaceutical, It would maybe it was to help, I don't even know. I was doing data entry. Oh, Data entry. And it was two guys. One was Jack, and he listened to Rush Limbaugh on AM the whole time. He was an older man. Oh. And the other one was Rich, and he had a certain... Odor. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I just guessed. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. And they didn't change your mind on Rush Limbaugh stuff? You didn't turn into... Oh, a... the worst. Uh... Just hear that voice ranting on AM. Fucking all morning long. Like, this guy's gonna blow his gasket every second he doesn't turn it down it was on 10 for like four hours oh, that guy is the worst can you imagine him in bed can you imagine yeah oh, a God, i can't believe it oh. the cat's ears just went way back oh, sorry kitty sorry yeah. that guy oh. is a tool yes is he still around didn't he get like fired or something who cares I think he's stuck in a gasket <laughs> His jowls couldn't get through his neck of his shirt one day, and he's still oh, stuck he's there. He's still stuck in his shirt. <laughs> he walks uh, around with his eyes poking out. He walks around. <laughs> Wait, okay. is this the same job? No, you were also creep, in. You did um, uh, photo or photo phone calls. What what's it called? Call oh, center. that you was like one a, of my first jobs. Yeah, yeah. telemarketer. Telemarketer. What did oh. you have to do for that? I had to help people buy some land out in Angels Camp. Really? And if they came and looked at this timeshares in Angels Camp, they might get a dinner at the Velvet Turtle. <laughs> come on, everybody, come to the Velvet Turtle. <laughs> and then I just, that was when I was wearing all the black clothes and being punky. And I think I had two other punky friends. <laughs> that probably was 14 or 15 years old. Yeah. And, uh, I would do things. I was sort of, I always had a lot of finky energy. And I remember catching flies and making paper boxes while I was doing the phone calls. And I put a fly in the paper box and I would give it to someone and they would open it and a fly would come out. 
I thought it was hilarious. And then if someone was mean, then I'd pass around their phone number and make everybody call them, and we just keep offering them velvet turtles. <laughs> Hi, have you had the thing about velvet? I told you not to call. And then I give it to, we call back five. Hi, have you heard the? Oh God damn it! I told you not. I give it to Sounds everyone. Sounds a lot like Rush Limbaugh was. Yeah, <laughs> Rush, I turned into Rush Limbaugh when I called. You were the original no call list. That's why they created oh, it. Yes, because the velvet turtle lady. Kept calling. Didn't you do voices too? I think. Did oh, maybe, I call yeah. you? You called me from the line or something? Maybe. Yeah. Did you get my timeshare? Probably not. No. I Thanks don't think a so. Lot. Sorry. Helped your commission, didn't I? Mm. Yeah, but you would practice all your voices from around the world. All your <laughs> different I? countries. I yeah. yeah. I remember you telling me that. Oh. All right. So there. Were you fired or did you quit? I think we left that one. Oh, is it me? Q. Okay. Q for quit. What about the data entry? Fired, quit. Uh, I think that one went under the company. I mean, oh. most of the time I leave, you know. I had one of those. All right, I'm going to write bankrupt for that one. I felt I had, bad. They were nice guys. I worked at a med center, and we came to work one day, and it was just, yeah, the doors were all locked up. And somebody came with a key, though, because it was like we were buddies with all the doctors and nurses, and it was like an urgent care center where it was open all the time. And uh, so the doctor let us in and was like, we're going to clear out this joint. They owe us two weeks of pay. And so we did. We like pilfered the whole place. We took <gasps> printers. We took pen cups. I took a coffee grinder and a coffee machine. Wow. And a plant. The plant in the corner of my kitchen is still the original plant from that med center. From the loot. <laughs> and I carried it around. It, it went to college with me and all these years of marriage. It's that same plant. And it's still alive. Um, yeah. It's a live plant? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that was a cool job because I was a front desk person checking in patients and it was also a sleep center and like a sleep study place. And so people I went to one of those. Did you? I didn't know that. Have you seen the picture? No. <laughs> you got it so right, gross. Right. Find it. Okay. With all your wires. Keep and talking, stuff. yeah. Recently? Like when I was having those panic attacks. Oh. I didn't know what was wrong with me, so I went to this I was working on set on okay. that last man on earth. Yeah. And I, we were done at midnight, and I went into a sleep center and slept there with all the wire hookups, and then went back the next morning to oh set. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my dentist is trying to tell me I need to go to one of those. She's like, I think you might have sleep apnea based on what your gum lines look like what? and your, your biting pattern. And I'm like, I think it's a ruse. I think she's trying to get me to spend money there. And then I referred Dave to go to her, too. And she said the same exact spiel <gasps> to him. So she's going to kick back. I think. Uh -oh. Unless we both happen to have the same issue. No. But, no, but that place was cool because we could go back and watch the videos of the people sleeping. Because I would, I would work there till really late, like two in the morning sometimes. And yeah, people would come in with their little overnight bag and get all hooked up. And it was like a little hotel room. Is really? It kind of the same thing. And then they would have all the, all the um, computers going and... Watching all their brain waves. It was cool. It was a neat See, that sounds fun. situation. But yeah, that guy was a creep, though. The guy that owned it was real shady. Ew. Doing that same kind of stuff where he, like, p patients would come in and he would tell the doctors, not all the doctors were like this, but some would do it. They, instead of just giving the person a prescription for antibiotics, they would say, oh, yeah, you need an IV of antibiotics. So they could, like, upcharge and then bill the insurance and it was like this whole ugh, scammy Ooh. feeling place but it was like outside of the system you know people yeah. would come in and pay separately and then we had a family friend come in 
uh, someone's dad, whose name I'm not going to disclose, but he came in looking for pain medication. Mm-hmm. And then he saw me and was just like, Joelle, don't tell anyone you saw me. I, This is patient confidentiality because his chart had a big huge red stamp on it like drug seeker so he was going around all these different facilities trying to get like probably oxycodone cotton how do you say it oxycodone yeah from and that was before it was like a big thing right this was late 80s so yeah and i was just like ooh. What do I Did do with this information? No, I never told anyone. <gasps> You're a good Until secret. just now. <laughs> just secret now. keeper over here. Wow, good job. Yeah, but Med Center, so I'm going to put, that went bankrupt for me too. Bank, bankrupt. All right, so when did you get into movies and stuff? What was your, or actually, wait, while you're looking for that still, I'm going to talk about what I saw online because I asked a bunch of friends what their first jobs were too, just to see. Um, oh, here. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. All right. She's got wires, forehead, nose, chin, legs. They monitor it. Look at that. All those electrodes you're holding. Wow. I look like shit. <laughs> well, it was like midnight. Right? Look at that. Was that mullet haircut I had too? <laughs> yeah. She tried to cut. We filmed at a barbershop and the lady said, I will cut your hair for free. <laughs> so and she did. She gave you a mullet? Like an $8 haircut for free. Oh. And it was a straight up mullet. What a deal. Yeah. <laughs> I and know. I went back like... to my hairdresser later. He's like, ah. It's like, do whoever cut your hair, you kick them next time you see them. Oh. Don't let anybody touch your hair for at least a year. Oh, no. Did oh. you fix it? Well, I had to let it grow out. It oh, wasn't. Man. It's like, I gave you a picture. I look like Kenny from Eastbound and Down when I woke <laughs> yeah. up. Do you remember that? Anyway. I just heard a great interview with him. He's like, why do people keep putting me in sleeveless shirts? Maybe I should rethink my character choices. But he's so see, good. He's funny. He's a good kid. Um. Okay, no, I want to read some of these really quick because some were really funny. Um, my friend Renee was a maid at the RBN here. Ooh. And she did turn down service and she would put mints on the pillows. And one time she went into a room and all this food was in there and she thought, oh, cool. They checked out and look, they left their room <gasps> service behind. So she and another maid sat down and like ate this whole meal and the people hadn't checked out and they came back. <laughs> really? Yeah. That oh was funny. Um, a lot of people worked in like, uh, places my my tokaya right that means my friend of my same name joelle I really joelle i went to college with her she worked at the gap and she went through their clothes folding training program really i thought that was cute they actually have that yeah um a couple uh beer cart golf girls you know when you go golfing and yeah. the little carts drive by friends did that who did that melissa did that and i can't remember now um Another Melissa worked at Crow Canyon Cinema. Oh, and she smelled like that. popcorn all the time. And then another really? friend, Jen, was in, um, oh, what city did she say it was? I can't remember now. But she worked at a Renaissance fair. And it was like a constant Renaissance fair somewhere back east. And they uh, had little sleeping quarters above all of the huts and stuff. And she was a oh. ticket girl, but she slept above the turkey leg hut. And she said she smelled like smoked turkey legs for oh like my gosh. months at a time, which was hilarious. Um, Isidro from the podcast 10,000 Tacos. Ooh. He was a taco truck customer service agent, and he still works in that field, which is cute. 
little shout out to him. Actually, wow. let's pause real quick and we're going to do our little podcast shout out to our friends. Okay. okay, here we go. Are you ready to be petty? I'm Tori, the host of Ready to Be Petty. Each week, I dive into celeb gossip, the ins and outs of pop culture stories, and funny things that are going on in my life. If you are into Ariana and Pete conspiracy theories, trash talking, hashtag Bachelor Nation, and sending out weekly cries for help to the Fab Five of Queer Eye, this podcast is for you. You can listen each week on iTunes Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Podbean. There we go. That's our good stuff. All right. So back to you, Waynes. When did you first get into uh, movie stuff? Like, how did the trajectory go? It was when I was, I decided I wanted to go into film, and I went to a class at San Francisco City College, and then I think I took an editing class, a production class, and a few more. And someone came in, his name was Mike Kitchens. Mike Kitchens, shout out. Mike Kitchens, I need to really, I tried to find him to tell him thank you at this point in time but mm. he came in and spoke in the class he was friends with oh debbie brubaker who is still in the business in san francisco mm. she's a producer was heading the class i think it was her class that she taught she was a very nice person and she brought in kitchens her buddy mm. and he came and talked about being an assistant director on the hit show nash bridges nash with cheech nash and bridges. Don. cheech and don love those guys you know them well and go. so, Actually, afterwards, full circle, Danny McBride from Eastbound and Down married Cheech's daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, very nice. There I hear go. she's a nice person. So, <laughs> um, afterwards, I was a very ambitious young pup, and mm. uh, I went up to Mike Kitchens, and I said, could I please call you, and can I work on the show? I'll do anything I ever... Me and the other crazy guy named James, who I think was about 52, and he was one of those nut nutto guys, like with the weird fringe leather 1970s jacket with like no sleeves, and oh. he's just like, kind of how... I like that look. I love you, Uncle Bill, but remember how Uncle Bill had that wild kind of yeah. like, hey, all right, all right, that kind of energy where you're just kind of Her messy. eyes got really wide, and she's looking back and forth really fast. Just one of those guys that's not all there, but we're all like, Burr. Like if she had an old man ponytail, it would be flinging around yeah. from left to right. Like right now. a flinger ponytail <laughs> kind of vibe. So I went up to him. I said, and I think he was just such a nice person. And he saw ambition. He goes, give me a call. We'll see what we could do. And then guess who called? Out of the whole class, it was like, we want a job. Me and Crazy James oh. were the only two people that called. Did you get stuck with him? Uh, we were separate. I don't know what happened to him. I was so focused on And I was like, I think we worked, I worked for free for a week oh, until wow. they saw that I could handle it. And then they hired me on. And then James ended up like, he tried to hire him a few times. I think, I think we were working with the second unit, which means you're not with the main. At first I was working with the stunt unit, so, okay. which was really fun. It was just with the, Mary Yonka was a stunt coordinator. And we would just go jump cars and flip what? cars. It was like streets of San Francisco. It was so much fun. Yay. I don't know what happened to James, except that he ended up doing a bomb threat. And they had to, he was like, if you don't keep hiring me, I'm going to blow up Treasure Island. Because that's where our <laughs> office was. So they had to take it seriously because it was a military base. And I think they had to arrest him. Oh, my God. Because he was going to blow up a military base. Whoa. Yeah. So that was the other guy. He didn't go as far in the film world. <laughs> You don't say. Oh my god, <laughs> crazy Bill! I'm picturing him like the Leonardo DiCaprio character in the um, 
Once upon a time in Hollywood. No, with the fringe vest. Yeah. We were in that western scene. Yeah, it was just like that, yeah. Did you like that movie, by the way? Just quick I did. I thought it was really cool. I freaking loved it. Really? I loved it. Dave and I were both. I usually kind of tap out and look at my watch and, you know, think about what's going to happen. I was in... Because it was time. our 1970s childhood. Doesn't think, it feel like that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was freaking out. I'm like, this is dad. Yeah. I mean, dad was like a mixture of the Leo Cap- DiCaprio and the Brad Pitt character. Because Brad did all the yeah, stunts. stunts and stuff, right? And he had like the blonde and the muscles and yeah. the working on the roofs. Like dad put together all these random jobs. And then going out to the ranch mm-hmm. totally reminded me of the Zorthian yeah. ranch. Our dad left for a summer to LA go, from the Bay Area. Yeah, he left the Bay Area to go down to LA to train as a stuntman living at this artsy ranch in the hills of Pasadena. It's still there. Yeah. It's in Altadena and it's Zorthian. <laughs> it's called Zorthian's Ranch. Yeah. And now he's died, but people still talk about it. I know two people who still go there. They have pagan festivals and yeah. it's kind of like a private. It really was kind of like the Manson Ranch in it a way. It really was. I remember showing up, there were pigs. To yeah. pay his way, he had to castrate the bulls. Yeah, dad was in charge, and he had to teach his summer camp. They had a summer camp there, really? so the kids would come. But in exchange for doing that, he would be able to jump off the buildings into these big bags. Pa- bags. Yeah, big From the roof of the barn. Bags, yeah. And he jumped motorcycles over things, like over cars. But like, I don't get, was it a stunt training place where other stuntmen were I think there? so. Because he got free rent for helping out on the ranch. Yeah. And- yeah. And they could do, and he would jump off galloping horses. Yep, jumped off galloping how horses. How the fudge do you do that without getting hurt? Learned how to ride uh, dirt bikes, jumped dirt bikes. We jumped, yeah, we have pictures of that. Yeah, and I remember visiting with mom and us, and he, we had to stay in his weird little cabin. I remember it was all wood, very 70s. The place was all artsy. Like, they had this walkway down to the, the pig corral, yeah. and it kind of curved around, and it was made of, like, handmade cement, but if you look in the cement, it was embedded with like dolls' heads and mm. broken china and glasses and glassware and like shells. And then the lights on top of the light poles. There was a whole thing, like a theme with that and like wires. It was like, you know, just modern art. And there was weird. a monkey. There was. There was a monkey that ran around, yeah. And I don't it, would, the it was mean. I remember the monkey. And then I remember the naked ladies, of course, because I'm yes. obsessed with boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and there would just all of a sudden there'd be a naked lady who walks by. Because he was a was painter. Like, he did oils, right? Mm-hmm. He was like an oil painter. Little and, Hungarian guy with a big long beard. Yeah, a little hunched over guy. And he um, had nude models that would stay there and tan. And they I remember in the pool. going swimming with all these naked ladies. I was like, okay, hey, what's Can up? you imagine being mom, like newly married no. with two kids and you like, sending your husband, sending your husband off, off to a naked? Yeah, I think there was some protest there. Mom chime in here i don't think she liked the whole idea because then she had to raise take care of us all summer and work like how did she do that i mean she's probably being a nice person just saying go follow your dreams but maybe secretly resentful yeah i would maybe be i don't know so much he wrote us letters all the time like hey and recordings yeah and he would send little cassette tapes so i'm here at zorthian's ranch today was really neat the pig lady came and fed the pigs, but she was naked, like we find out later. She was a naked pig lady, mucking around in the pig feces. It's it just so random and weird, but kind of cool. Anyway, it was so much that movie, mm-hmm. watching that whole scene, 
them out at the ranch, all these hippies and horses, and I'm like, oh my god, that was our dad. Yeah, that was the Manson Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, but I loved it. Anyway, and every scene, I keep telling everyone, go see that movie, Once Upon Whoa. a Time in Hollywood. So good. It's long, huh? Yeah, but great. Um, okay, so you got in Hollywood with the Nash Bridges thing, and then you went out to New York, and then you came back. How many different... You can't even probably list all the shows you've worked on, can you? Mm. No, too many. It would take too long. And the jobs. I mean, I counted how many jobs I've had that mm-hmm. were not movie-related, and it was like 100. Oh, my God. Just from doing weird, odd jobs. I worked at an ad agency in New York, and then restaurants and bars. and Not really. I didn't go into the waitressy, but I did work at Bullmore Bowling Alley, where Quentin Tarantino used to hang out really? in New York. It was like the all-night bowling alley disco place oh my gosh so kind of a hipster what was your job there just getting drinks and food orders oh and... that's so funny I but i that. quit that one because i was trying to be a very moral person at the time when i was like meditating i was trying to be a new person when i moved to new york and all the bartenders they're like this is how you do it you just don't write down what they ordered and then you pocket the money so when they hand you the money you just put in your pocket and by the end of the night you might have four or five hundred dollars and i was like what and then everybody was super drinking all the just getting they would just how drink. is the place making money did they just i'm sure they made it mu- you know so enough. much wow but it was uh i was like i don't want to i was trying to just good like, live this you. straight and narrow yeah that's good have you worked a bartender i mean not bartender but i used to work at charlie brown's restaurant in san ramon how was that it was fun. I started as a hostess and would carry drinks to the people's tables. You know, they would wait in the bar for their table to be ready. And I would have to carry the drinks down. And I think I had to learn about drink. Oh, no. And then I switched to a waitress. That's what it was. And so I had to study the bar menu. I had to learn all the drinks as a 16-year-old, 17-year-old who didn't drink. I'm like, what am I? I had to learn what, you know, all these different alcohols were. So it's kind of stressful, but it was How fun. were you in the service industry? Were you? I was good. Nice? I was, I was really good. Yeah. I got really good. I got like dinners and, you know, you start at lunches cause it's kind of more low stress and then you get dinners and then they give you big dinners until one night they gave me a 12 top, which is a 12 person thing. And it was like a celebration and my first, one of my first nights and everybody ordered lobster cause it was some big birthday, some fancy thing. And I put in the order really fast, just like I used to do lunches cause Usually lunches, everybody wants to be in and out and back to work by an hour, but this was a long, drawn-out dinner. So I put that lobster order in, so they cooked up those lobsters real quick, and then they put them under the heat lamp to keep them warm. Meanwhile, the people were taking their time, eating their salad, and those lobsters were right under that heat lamp, but cooking away, waiting and waiting, until I finally brought them out, and they were like freaking rubber. Ugh awful like i ruined 12 lobsters <gasps> and they called the manager over oh, steve dusseldorf i'll never forget him with dusseldorf this that's john denver's real last name is it yeah he had this long uh floppy hair that he would slick back all 90s style like right all dusseldorf yeah and remember the ties in the 90s with all the crazy you know bill cosby bolo patterns ties. yeah not oh. bolo but just like wild purple and blue and like crazy pat anyway that guy oh and he got so mad at me because he had to comp the whole table and then when it came time to them paying the bill they said you know yeah it was just a bad night i'm like i'm so sorry and then not a good moral person living the narrow path road i said i'm so sorry yeah we got a new chef tonight it's all his fault (laughs) 
so they still tip me oh <laughs> tip. yeah because it wasn't my fault that Lying the lobsters works. were awful oh and it was totally my fault and i've had bad dreams about that honestly ever since i've never cleared my conscious on this maybe this is the moment this this is when i clear my conscious on go find those people and give them lobsters. <sighs> sorry lobster people it was oh. my fault but anyway Lots so we're getting towards the end fun jobs i know are you um what's your next job gonna be podcast supreme leader with a fat paycheck in your back pocket right that'd be great yes let's do that we're working on it folks I just All right. Want to be a gardener with you. I know. Wait, I want to. Can I tell a couple more quick stories? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. Gretchen had a really cute one. She was a sign twirler, and she her first day she did great. She and her friend twirled signs on the corner for something, and then day two, they decided that they earned their keep. She was only like fourteen or something, and so she set down her sign. And they went into Thrifty's Ice Cream and they ordered ice cream and forgot about sign twirling and they immediately got fired. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Which I just thought was so cute because oh. it just reminded me of your candy job of like yeah. putting the sign on the door. I'm off. I'm 14. Yep. Ice cream no is more responsibility. Important. Yeah. But That's cute. So many Those are ones. all people that you yeah, went to yeah, yeah. stories? I know. Look, Kari was a hostess at RB Winery. Heather worked at Carl's Jr. She's promising a picture of herself in a brown polyester suit um we've had a train museum gift shop waitress caitlin um my worst holiday podcast uh they built bulk grain bins in illinois which is kind of cool oh beth fleck she was a bean picker she had to work in a farm with soybeans and she had this little stick that she would waggle back and forth and get rid of the the weeds wow that was her first job Jeff Eggold, our relative, had to empty fat traps. They're these huge fat vats from after they fry food, and they pour them out into Ugh. the into the into recycle. Willie Nelson's uh, <laughs> tank of his bus. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, well, this is the thing. They And then people would steal these big um, garbage bins full of this oil because you can repurpose it and sell it for fuel and all this stuff. And it's like a, millions of dollars of stolen goods by this way. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. I had no idea. So, anyway, he sent that. Um, Erica worked at Dairy Queen, and she got really embarrassed because she called something a penis buster parfait instead of peanut butter, and it was like her friend's dad. (laughs) Um, What else? I don't know. Uh, Sold hot dogs on the beach. Someone else was in charge of $250 million. Um, Oh, my God. Mike. Yeah, which is crazy. Who? How? I don't know. I asked for the follow-up, but I'm assuming he was like a financial planner or something, but... God, talk about That's stress. Yeah. Um, oh, Nichelle had to measure men's suits at Sears. And she had to measure guys' inseams, but they forced them to wear these little pencil skirts. So imagine, like, bending down <laughs> measure guys. Oh, no. Look at the, what's the Renaissance Fair? That was Jen, Jen or... with the turkey legs, right? She smelled like turkey legs. Oh. Mickey worked at Wild Animal Park, SeaWorld, and on Capitol Hill. She wow. tells the story about canvassing the neighborhoods and going door-to-door and people would invite her in. One guy invited her in, uh, like, oh, aren't you hot and tired walking to house? house? Why don't you come on in? He tempted her with Yahtzee. She went in and played Yahtzee with him for a while. And then uh, he, like, went into the back room and turned on the shower, and she was like, ah, I'm out of here. And she left. (laughs) I know. Um, Chelsea worked at a hospital pushing food carts and yelling, Salisbury steak. (laughs) 
All the different nutritions. Uh, Irish Christine, she was in our ghost stories episode. Oh, yeah. She worked in Ireland at the Dublin Zoo, and she picked up elephant poop with uh, shovels and oh a wheelbarrow. And she they said can it's, poop. it's much better than kids' poop. Um, so many here. Yeah, it was cute. Uh, Seth was a dishwasher at Hop Sings. You remember that? In, was mm-hmm. it San Ramon or Dublin? I don't know. The Chinese food restaurant. Very cool. And people would ash in the food. So. Wow, gross. I know. Anyway, a million Don't stories writing people with what your first jobs were. I think it's cute and fun. Yay. Give my kids some ideas. But All right. Well, this it's has nice been you. Mouse and Weens. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for Within stopping mouse. by. Thanks for having me. Within traffic hours, she made a stop. Yay. Just for me. Me. And my kids. And Yay. the podcast. But. Please follow all our social media and good stuff. Um, please call us, too. We have a fun phone number, and um, we can get your little recording voicemail and pop it in our podcast, and we'll talk about anything. So we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Mouse and ween, mouse and ween, mouse and ween. I beg you, mouse, please don't take my Go of my way.